I was born to be a mower, a mower, a muck. I was born to be a mower, yeah, I'm covered in grass, yeah, I'm slinging weed whackers, yeah, I'm making the cash. Welcome to Live from the Crack, and this week's guest is Cedric Cruiser, the founder of the Northern Ireland Lawnmower Racing Association. He is my first international guest. I'm very excited to talk to him. We talk about all the differences between the U.S. and Ireland and England across the pond. It is just a really cool thing to talk about. And, of course, the brotherhood and sisterhood of mower racing. So make sure you stick around. All right, on this time, Controversy Corner, we're going to talk about safety. Is it time for us to up our safety regulations? Should we start requiring chest protectors, Snell-approved helmets, better neck braces, things like that? I know we've all seen some accidents and some people have gotten hurt. Don't know if these things would have prevented some injuries, but is it time? Because right now, the only thing we require is a horse collar, a you know helmet, motorcycle helmets are fine gloves, long pants, long shirts, and boots or race shoes. So, is it time to up our game? Let's hear what you guys got to say. Go to the Live from the Kraken page on Facebook and tell me what you think. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. All right, guys, we're going to talk about Mowdown ALS, September 22nd, 23rd, Chillicothe, Ohio, Two Brothers Speedway. We are still on a search for sponsors, guys, so if you know somebody, please contact us. We will get you our sponsor packet, and it doesn't have to be money. It can be stuff. If you want to donate a service or a good, that's great, too. I want to thank Charles Cook and Cook's Racing Pigs for coming on and being our first bronze sponsor. We really appreciate it. They're out of Galt, California, but they travel all over racing hogs and dogs, and it's really cool. Make sure you go back and listen to his podcast we did with him last year and talk about the west coast style of lawnmower racing if you know somebody or you want to become a sponsor you can contact us on facebook through the mowdown als page or the dozer dave live from the kraken page you can also contact us through email at mowdownals at gmail.com we've got some really cool raffle items already and i'm sure there's going to be a lot more added as we go don't forget about our monthly contest for guessing how many pieces of something that is in a container this month in honor of saint patrick's day it is mint peppermint patties with the winner getting a cocktail shaker. So check out our Facebook page at Mowdown ALS and put your guesses on there. Whoever guesses the closest to it without going over wins it. We'll ship it right to you or we'll bring it to you or we'll do whatever we have to do to get it to you. Maybe and send it via Leprechaun. But my love, by the guesswork's wall, dirty old town, dirty old town. Hey guys, today my guest is Cedric Cruiser from Northern Ireland Mower Racing Association. Did I get that right? That's correct, yes. Okay, cool. So thank you for being our first international guest. I'm very excited for this to go international. I've been promising that since the first episode and have always had trouble hooking up with everyone. So today it's Saturday and 
It is 10 o'clock my time, 3 o'clock your time, so we finally got it figured out. That's right, Dave, yes. So how many classes do you guys run of mowers? Thank you, first of all, Dave, for uh, bringing me onto your show. Oh, thank um, you. It's a privilege to, to, to be with yourselves. Thank you. And, uh, of course, some of our guys hopefully will be listening in <laughs> to, to this and be telling me later on. But, no, um, as per our racing over here in Northern Ireland, we run sort of closely with the rest of the UK in terms of uh, more groups. What we have is we have the entry level, what we call limited modifications or LM mowers. So they've got their stock garden lawn mower, few safety requirements, it's sped up to go a lot faster than the normal garden mower, and this gets the guys out quite cheaply onto the track for racing. Then we run another group, which is group two. They're the old roller style. The guys use those for, that would have been used on like say, cricket pitches and bowling greens. Okay. Maybe some, 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 I suppose you could say any sort of sports field uh, that needed the, the lawn cut quite close. So we run those. In, now, I have one of those machines. They're quite crazy-looking contraption. I was going to say those are the bars and yeah, those are the ones that's got the mower thing out front, where the motor and the and the blades used to be and stuff. And then you kind of sit behind everything with right, like a handle. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Those are really cool. Yeah. So so we run those. Yeah, they're old cylinder mowers. So those they're quite fierce-looking machine on the track, and I think a lot of the other drivers running the other classes are really afraid of them because. They're afraid of running over you, for start, because you're quite low to the ground. Yep. And also, you can do a lot of damage to, to the other guys' mowers, those things, because they're, they're pretty strong. They're very solid. Oh, okay. So we also run, then, there's another machine called a Group 3. It's sort of like a tractor-style lawnmower, but um, it would be the early days of lawnmowers, garden lawnmowers, where the engine is really sitting between your knees or between your legs. Yeah. Um, it's just directly in front of the seat. There's no bonnet on the engine. And the handlebars or steering wheels just directly above the engine. So we run it. Well, we only have the one in Northern Ireland, but they run those in the UK. So those are like a, a Mini Cooper yeah. type, uh, type lawnmower, I suppose. They're quite fast and agile and very small. Then we also run a Group 4, which is your standard tractor lawnmower with a single cylinder engine. Run those across the UK as well. And then we have started up a new group where we are sort of taking on board what you guys would be doing in the States with running V-Twins. Yeah. So we've got a Group 5 model. So it's like a Group 4 machine, tractor-type style lawnmower with uh, basically a, a twin a twin cylinder engine. But most of the running gear would be derived from uh, racing carts. So you'd have a, like a cart rear axle, so it's got yeah. a solid rear axle. Yep, that's uh, what we do. And cart steering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're they're basically made for more endurance racing because a lot of the guys in the UK can run up to twelve hours plus on, on lawn more racing. So you know it's 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 a long a lot longer than ten laps around a track. We, however, in Northern Ireland, we have only run one or two endurance races for several hours, but we normally run a lot of the country fairs and events we we operate at. We would only run ten laps because okay. we are entertaining the general public, so we right. get every different group that we have out racing, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. I've seen a little bit of the endurance racing, and I'm telling you, now I'm not exactly what you would call a peak physical specimen, but the guys I know that are in pretty decent shape, I'm telling you, 10 or 20 laps, I'm ready to die, and most of the other guys are too. 12 hours, I would be in intensive care. I, I don't know how the hell anybody would do that. That's just amazing well, to me. Uh, yeah, it really is. Well, a lot of the guys do those 12-hour races. It's not just the one guy. It's maybe up to four drivers, I think, in some of them. Okay. But the Still. guys from England now, 
we we do watch it from time to time on the internet there and via Facebook. The guys in France run twenty four hours. They do a Le Mans wow. start twenty four hour run. Wow. Um, it really it is it's a real endurance. I think they can have up to six drivers. Wow. I have see. watched some of the video <laughs> footage of the guys. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's pure madness when you go to that extreme for twenty four hours I would on be a garden a lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. So <laughs> yeah. how many races do you guys run in a season? Do you have now? Excuse my ignorance. In the in the United States, obviously we have winter and summer and spring and stuff. And I'm assuming you guys probably have about the same over there. So what we would run uh, our season, we do run some winter, depending on the, how bad the weather is or how good the weather is, you should say. During the winter months, we'll have what we call practice days. So we get all the newcomers, guys looking and have an interest in joining more racing. So we'll set up, um, we'll have a lot of the guys that have machines built and want to try them out. So we have them, they actually run on a small oval track um, that we have. We use a, a particular field for it, it stays dry in the winter time. The guys will come to it and have a bit of a run at it. But throughout the season, our season will be starting now um, in March, which we'll be pulling out now, and I think it's next week. Nice. Yeah, so next week or following week, we'll be pulling out on the Saturday. Um, and then after that, it'll be every other fortnight. So that will run right to sort of the end of September, October okay. time. So we, have a, we actually run a lot longer than the, guy, that's the guys in the UK because... Over in England, the guys would start maybe May on run through to sort of August time. Okay. They only have limited events where we are out nearly every other weekend, uh, especially in the summer months, because we have a lot of county fairs and different events and vintage rallies and all these sorts of things that we have been asked to attend. Right. And um, some sometimes we nearly even nearly get double booked to a certain point. And we'll have to sort of sometimes split ourselves. Now, we're still small in numbers here. We have got, we started in... What, August 2015, we had five lawnmowers. Within a month, we gathered ourselves up to 14. Wow. So we keep in around about 25, 30 mowers. That's that's the average that we would normally see at most events, up to about 30 lawnmowers. That's pretty good so numbers. It's good to see it. And yeah, it is, it is good numbers for such a small province. And we have even guys come up from the Southern Ireland. They'll come up and race with us as well. That We've got introduced to the sport because we have two major events that we attend in Southern Ireland. And they're, they're quite well down the Southern Ireland. We have some of our guys actually travel six hours to, to drive to them. But we go for the day. It's fun. And it's, it's just, it, it really is. It's, it's an amazing sport because... Doesn't matter what what your background is, or where you've even driven before, whatever. Right. Come to the sport, uh, and we get the guys out running. So yeah, it, it's it's interesting. It really is interesting to see the different types of people that you have racing. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. All same with common us. Level. Yeah. Same in the U.S. And yeah, yeah. yeah, we we traveled as yeah. well, but you know we're obviously a little bit bigger in the U.S. than Ireland is, and uh, yeah. like right yeah. right now, some of our <laughs> guys the size have, of one state. <laughs> yeah, about that. Uh, some of our guys, you know, they've gone they have gone down to Florida this weekend for a new race, and uh, you know that from where I'm at in Ohio is about twelve hours, I think, is what they drove to get there. Yes. And you know, there's one guy, Brian Crocker, who lives up in uh, the northern part of the United States, up I think in New Hampshire, and he'll drive twenty twenty two hours to get to races and. You know, wow. it's it's crazy. But, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of highway here. Yeah. So, okay, so do you guys race on yeah. the same track every – you said you move around a lot, and you guys don't really have a formatted track. You, you run more on, on grass fields. Yeah, we run actually on grass fields, even our, what we call our practice track. It is a grass field or a grass meadow. 
but it has a lot of it had originally been an old roadway part of it had been an old roadway at a time so it was leveled into a, a small field as such but because of it's long and narrow we use it then like an oval racetrack as such but most of the, t- the terrain we're on is grass fields at various different ends up to probably six inches in height of grass we have run on and it's it's quite funny because some of the guys will land with normal grass tires on and some of us actually change your tires because the long grass it's, it's actually slippy the first two or three laps round because you're running through lush grass and the certain amount of moisture content in it actually leaves it quite slippy so you're, you're sliding quite a bit and you can't just get traction and all you're doing is carving up lumps of grass but mm-hmm. once you get the track sort of baked into shape you then have to change the tires again because you know where you had you were trying to gain grip then you've got too much grip so you want something uh, a little bit of slip yep to slide this that you slide it's it's quite amazing because we have an event actually this year that we know that we're going to be running on a horse arena oh, so wow. it'll be compacted uh, gravel type sand <sighs> so i think it's going to be a lot different for me more or less go to run on that yep. sort of uh, terrain because the grasslands that we're used with we all know now what sort of tire that the guys are going to run on for that yeah. day because it's it's moist that grass is moist and a lot of well uh, let's just say we don't always have the the most pleasant of weather here but <laughs> most of the days we do be racing it stays dry for us believe it or not yeah. but the grass is still damp the grass is still damp and sometimes the soil as well can that uh, the dirt it can be quite moist as well so it'll get a little bit sticky in a few places but it's every track's different there's no track that we've been on is exactly the same they've been on the week before because the one the week before could have been perfectly flat yet it could have been a bit a little bit wet so you've been sliding in lovely big open flat plains the following week it could be up and down deal you know you'll have the track with elevated parts i know so you'll have areas where you'll actually be lifting cleaning the air for maybe at least a good one foot two foot depending on the speed you're traveling at. So you're doing jukes of hazard here and there and <laughs> landing at uh, certain play points. And it's hard going. It really is because, you know, there's no suspension on the moors, as right. you know, same as yourselves. Yeah. And some of the landings can be quite painful. <laughs> yes. They don't come down quite right, you know. My it back hurts really all the time is. now. It's challenging. So. <laughs> it really is challenging, yeah. Um, it's like riding a quad bike with no suspension. Yeah. I want to back <laughs> up real quick. And you said you guys are going to be doing that horse track and it's got some gravel in it. Have you ever raced on that before? No, we haven't. Oh, um, this God. track that we're coming to the year, yeah, this is going to be interesting. It's, it's a large horse arena. So um, let me let me so tell you my it's experience. Going to be interesting. <laughs> I had one where we raced at a, a track down in Missouri here in the U.S. And it was nobody's fault. But when we got there, there was large rocks in this dirt. I mean, they did the best they could with it. But when you take off, if you're in sec, if you're in you know the second line, the sec behind anybody, you're going to get pelted like s- there's 500 people there throwing rocks at your head. So be ready, wear a chest protector because <laughs> it hurts. It hurts a lot. And uh, but yeah. it was it was still fun. I mean, you know, once you kind of get separated, it's not too bad. They don't fly that far, but yeah. But that's great, man. So now, do you guys change up your track shape for every other race, or is it usually always the same road course, or depends on what where you guys are out in the in the meadows? It just depends where we're situated in in the particular meadow or field that we do be in. So there's no two tracks the same. 
even if it's a following year that it's an event that some of the events that we attend are year on year, they're, they're like an annual thing. So when we come to them, we'll say, mm, we tried that last year. So what we'll do is we'll put a chicane in there. They're going into that corner too fast. So we, we're trying to make the sport look really attractive to those watching. So we'll want to put in plenty of areas where we're coming side roads at the general public. They're looking in at us and they're watching us coming around a corner a 180 degree corner right. mostly side roads you know wow. so you're sitting full lock on and the moors coming sideways you know you're in a full lovely nice tight drift and you yeah. pull out just into a lovely straight and they're sitting there all the crowd standing behind the barrier some just standing and all you know watching you come around like a lunatic it's around a the corner best feeling um, in the world too man i'm down a bit of a straight it yeah is. you oh. know it's it's it. it's quite fun because to see like sometimes like I'd say the guys like they're saying oh well we'll beat you in that race like I was, well I was actually entertaining the public you know I was, I was watching them watching me you know yeah. <laughs> you know and to see their facial expressions and the kids all lined up along the fence hanging onto uh, the chain link you know yeah. it's it's something else there's just big grins on their faces you know and you're sitting you're thinking like you know they're here watching me you know yeah. you're like I suppose you could say some of the guys in Formula One you know you're the you're the you're their entertainment for the day but right no uh, the tracks uh, it really is different you know every track they're oh. all different every time awesome. because even you'll have different grassland you could be racing on the same track the year before but the grass maybe it's been cut shorter this year yeah. maybe it hasn't been cut at all it has been just like grassland that has been grazed by animals you know, that's the type of terrain that we have. But it really is interesting because they put the guys will say, we'll have somebody this week will win. They'll go next week, different track altogether. They'll have their more still set up from the week before. Right. The more, the, they just can't get the more to to handle, yeah. you know, on the next track because the grass is just that little bit slippier or, right. or a bit drier. So it, it varies, you know. So it's not like the gravel tracks that these guys are on where, Right. The surface always nearly remains the same. We're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to go tell my dog to shut the hell up. We're going to talk more with Cedric Cruiser from the Northern Ireland Lawnmower Racing Association. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, let's talk about that big dog pizza. You know, today I got an errand to run, and I got to go up to Mason, Ohio, and my wife said, ooh, you're going to be my big dog pizza. You need to pick me up the barbecue chicken sub and two sides of ranch. I said, oh, that sounds good. I said, you know what? I'm watching my weight, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. I'm going to get my uh, myself one of their delicious salads. I think today I'm going to go with the chef's salad with mixed greens, ham, salami, and cheddar cheese. Mm, give me a little bit of that blue cheese dressing on there. Mm -mm 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 -mm. That sounds really good. You know, but I also like the spicy, so I might try the buffalo chicken salad. That's mixed greens with spicy buffalo chicken, cheddar cheese, and ranch. Mm, or blue cheese, which I, I do like, blue cheese dressing. But of course, I'm also a wing fanatic, and they've got wings with barbecue, hot, mild garlic, teriyaki, or their own special Steve sauce, which I absolutely love. Told Chris I need to buy a bottle of it because it was so delicious. Blue cheese also available on the side. Man, that just sounds so good. It's making my mouth water. So as you can see, Big Dog is a lot more than just pizza, but if you do want something in the pizza world, but a little bit different, why don't you try the taco pizza, the taco sauce, beef, onions, black green olives, cheddar mozzarella, cheese, tomatoes, and lettuce. It is absolutely delicious. I put a little hot sauce on mine because I like the spicy. 
So make sure you guys are getting out to check out Big Dog Pizza. Also look for their food truck on the Food Truck Finder app. And look for them at the Mow Down ALS, September 22nd, 23rd. They're going to be back serving our food for us. It's going to be an absolutely great day. So you guys get out there and you see Big Dog Pizza. And don't forget about the new Big Dog Pizza Mow Down ALS live from the Kraken Mower. It's going to be out at all the races this year. And if someone wants to drive it, just come up and talk to us. You got a little experience or not, we'll, we'll work with you and get you on the mower. See if we can get you hooked on mower racing. So come on out. Talk to us about driving that mower and have some fun. And don't forget to get out the Big Dog Pizza and get yourself some delicious food. Woof. Okay, we're back with part two with Cedric Cruiser and, uh, from Northern Ireland Mower Racing Association. So you just mentioned something about animals. Now, you guys are racing in pastures where there's animals that have been grazing or do graze, or how does that work? You know the way you were talking about the stones hitting you? Well, yeah. we have all our problems. <laughs> <laughs> I may take the stones. Come to think of it, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, we have been we have been on one or two tracks, and uh, let's just say a lot of the comments of the guys coming back in aren't healthy. When, when they say the track but, is shit, uh, it is literally shit. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really is. Oh so, wow. Yeah. It's, it, uh, it, it, I wouldn't like to say it adds fun to the, or it adds excitement, it certainly doesn't, but I do pity the guys, some of us wear full face helmets, like motorbike helmets, yeah. some of the other guys are wearing motocross helmets, so I, I really pity those guys, yeah. you know? <laughs> but we have been at some events that have been extremely, extremely wet, and I mean, it's been that wet that we've been trying to avoid other guys in front of us because the spray coming off their mowers just wow. completely it's just like somebody putting turning a hose on you only it's got mud included wow so you guys um, racing spreading you, you race in the rain yeah okay we race in the rain yeah well that sort of lunatics that that mad That's that awesome. we race in all weathers all weathers real hand or shine we'll come out on it i love know? that oh i love that yeah, we, we don't because most of the track owners here were at their mercy and they don't want us out there rutting up their, their clay and their track. And I get it, you know, but, you know, we're yeah. a little bit different here where we race on the same track locally several times, usually once a month or yeah. so. And we have two local tracks. Yes. And then when we travel, it's usually once or twice a year that you're traveling out to different tracks and, and racing on. But, oh, that is so funny. So how do you do your, your race day format? Well, what we do in race day format, we start with what we call, we, have, we put our newcomers and the basic lawnmowers in two separate groups. So we've got the newcomers all put together on the limited modifications mowers. And then we have the guys that's been running limited modification mowers for maybe say two or three seasons and mm -hmm. just don't want to progress. Or they just even sometimes, they still race some of the bigger stuff, but they just go to this older stuff for a bit of fun. So we'll have up to maybe a batch of guys out that's just landed, started to race with. We put those guys out in a group and we run those in the heat of 10 laps. Okay. So we run those guys. Then once those guys come off the track, then we pull out the next level of mowers and so on and so forth and go up all the different groups. In a day, we could have maybe about 20, 30 races. It just depends on the show that we're attending because we like to run every 15, 20 minutes. We'll run a race. It's to keep the public entertained. Right. We have no real set heats as such we do gain points for every race that 
every member has been run throughout the year gathers up points and the most points gathered up at the end of the year well they get first second or third trophies okay. according to their class of more that they've raised so that's sort of the way we run it here yeah um, we also have as a it's it's a good experience for a lot of the newcomers to get into the sport to see what it's all about and learn how to race so when they do get up into the higher class of more they're they're set we know how the race you know if the racing's clean and it's safe they can anticipate then what the other guy's going to do in front of them rather than some of the basic LMs that we have, a lot of the newcomers, they're still not used how to race. And if they're going into a corner and one guy flips them more, they'll pile into him. Yeah. And some of them still think they're driving demolition derby <laughs> um, and forget where they are, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's what we're afraid of happening with the faster mowers because those guys are doing maybe 25 to 35 miles an hour. But on the group four, group five machines that we race mainly here in Northern Ireland, we can be doing up to speeds of 50 miles an hour. Wow. Um, and we can't afford to have somebody seriously right. injured. It's like any sport. We are there for the days fun. We don't want to send someone to exactly. uh, the local A&E to get yeah. patched up. <laughs> but uh, so we have to sort of build them up in groups, let them come along in little baby steps. Right. And let them see how the sport progresses. It's because we get guys that will um, come to us and they automatically think they're just going to be driving top of the range Right, racing a more. I know what you're talking level. about. Yep. You know, it was like we always say, you know, same in NASCAR, like they're not going to just hop into a car and pull it straight into the Daytona 500 exactly. because it ain't going to happen. They have to right. work their way up, you know. You know, so it's the same with the lawnmowers. And, but some people don't take this, you know, very happily, happily you know, and they're, they're sort of stand the side of the track one, but I want to drive one of those rails saying, well, yeah. you will, but you've got to prove us a season well, first. We all think we're Michael Schumacher, Dale Earnhardt, or Richard Petty, and you know, yeah. we all we all do. And yeah, I mean, and I'm grateful that I started off. We we have kind of a similar class here. We call it GP, which is a governed motor at 3650 RPMs. It's a traditional riding mower. It's lowered to about four inches off the ground, and it it really helps you learn how to drive them. And there, and it's yeah. a fun class. I mean, it's relatively inexpensive. And that's one of the things I was going to talk to you about. So what does it cost somebody to get in to your, into, into the mower racing world? Well, over here, our limited modifications more, uh, it's about 300 pounds to get that entry-level machine, which in your money, probably about, say, $350, $400. That's entry-level. The likes of our Group 5 machines, to build that class of more, you're talking in the region of about £2,500, say $3,000. But unlike you guys, all our engines must remain stock. Okay. The only thing we allow the guys to do is to modify the exhaust system or put on like a fancy air filter that you would see like in race cars and this sort of thing. The, and the governors can be removed from the engine. Now, so that's it. But the block, the block, the head, uh, rod, all rod. those parts yeah. must remain stock. It's okay. to keep out, keep the level sort of, you no know, a level playing field where like there's no that. expenditure on the engine. It's just, it's a custom. You go into your lawnmower shop, buy your engine, plunk it yeah. onto the mower and away you go. Now, that's it's to keep it at that level. You know? do, you, do you guys require a billet flywheel when you take the governor off, or do you still keep a, the steel one on there? No. Funny, we will actually have looked at that, along with a lot of the guys in the UK. 
you guys seem to rev the engines beyond yeah. well into affinity i think of yeah. the right word for it my mine makes Most power of our engines 7500 to 8000 so <laughs> that's where i'm pushing mine yeah well i think if we get them to 6000 <laughs> that would be out of push <laughs> That would be a push. Um, no, because I remember reading um, on hemo.com yeah. um, about the guys talking about flywheel protectors. And I sort of think, what do I need a flywheel protector for? Like, surely these things, like, they don't explode. And then I started going down to the internet more and reading up more and bits and pieces. I thought, crikey, these guys actually explode the flywheels. Yeah. You know? yeah, we do. So, but it's never happened to anyone in the UK Good. as of yet. So we're revving them up like those old Briggs and Strands. We're pulling maybe two, three years races out of them and no problems at all. Keep the oil in them, maybe yeah. some of the oil additives that we use. And we have generally no problems. Yes, we get the odd one where it'll throw out the, some of them have the old balance weights and the balance weights come out to the side yeah. of the casing in the engine. But that's an engine that has been cutting lawns for most of his life. Yes. It's not the case of a brand new engine lifted off the shelf and just set it on the mower. Like we're using engines that have already done all their hard work in life. And now we are just trying to kill them off. Yeah. And I, I think <laughs> that, yeah, and I, I think the difference is that we push them on a round track. So we're sustaining a higher RPM where you guys are running more of a road course where you're on and off, on and off, on and off. You're not really holding That's that right. high, yeah. you know, no, RPM. No, we're not holding so, the engine yeah. flat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because, like, the only place to be able to hold them flat is the odd straight. Yeah. Most of the time, you're you're firing the throttle. Right. Um, we have guys that are firing the throttle on one hand, and they're, they're firing the clutch in the other to make it through the tail, into corners, to get it to drift, things like yeah. that. So, yeah, I think that's probably why a lot of the engines do last a lot longer because, you know, uh, but the thought of an exploding flywheel. <laughs> so do you guys... hear like how you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you monitor that? I mean, how do you guys keep everyone honest? Do you do any kind of engine teardowns if someone starts winning too much or if someone is like out ridiculously far ahead and you're like, man, that doesn't seem right. So how do you monitor? No, funny enough. Well, we do do uh, scrutiny in all the mowers. All the mowers that come in, regardless of level, they're all checked over before each race. So a few of us guys will go around and we have little logbooks. Okay. Um, and what you do a little logbook is we'll go down through all the bits and pieces of mower, maybe a track where they're defective. We'll say, look, you can race with that today, but by the next race day, get it changed or... Yeah. So most of the guys, we will let them run, but we'll advise them that this needs sorted out. As for the engines, there's none of the guys, all the guys are reasonably honest. There's nobody really trying anything different than any of the rest of the guys because the engines are bought. We're buying and selling engines here for 20, 30, 40 pounds with okay. each other, swapping them and all the sort of crack. But a lot of the stuff is still stock and they don't, they don't really want to spend the time on the engine because it's not worth it. You're yeah. not getting an extra three or four horsepower, you know, you're not, right. it's just not there in the engine in the first place to pull out of it. So don't really seem to bother. We do the odd check on the engine in case they have been tampering by changing carburetors. We've had guys trying to put on motorbike carburetors, but yeah. all they end up doing is flooding the engine more. Right. They don't seem to pull out any more performance, you know, so they defeat themselves uh, because we'll see them on the idle 
the engine's not running right. And right. the time they pull up the revs, it's still a, a standard camshaft, you see. So, you know, you can't do a modify one part of the engine without modifying the rest of it. Where if the likes of used guys, I know, change carburetors right through the camshafts and, you know, everything has to go in line. But when you start trying that with standard engine, it's not just, it really, you're, you're going paddling backwards, really. Yeah. You know, paddling and, backwards. And just like, I guess, the U.S., you guys don't race for money in any of your local races. Yeah. I, I think I saw that you guys actually are a nonprofit and you, you give whatever money you guys make at the races to different charities. We do, yeah. We race, really run for charities um, throughout the UK. Love that. Uh, even right across, and uh, the guys in Europe are all the same. Um, so there's no corporate sponsorship. Nice, um, nice. We, we, I was ruled out from day one. And it, it leaves that you're not going to have some multi-corporation back young lad coming in and the right. whole family's just pumping in as much money as they can into that guy's more. So he's got a more there worth about 20 grand. Right. And the yep. other guy's working in, in maybe on the kitchen table and he's assembling his <laughs> while the wife's away. Yep. <laughs> you know, I've done that and got in trouble for that before. The greenhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. You That's know the sort of things that they here. <laughs> you know, the really funny thing is, is we had, we had a winter race this year. And I was stretching my right rear tire, and I brought these muddy tires into the house because it was warmer than the garage and had you know, this crazy amount of pressure in it. And the funny thing is my wife never said a word now. And, you know, and I, I looked at her and said, you know, you, you don't even say a word that I've got one of my tires on the table. She's like, it's, it's normal now. <laughs> so, went, yeah, yeah, okay, finally I converted you. That's great. You know, yeah, the, the last podcast we talked about, you know, the look on the wives or husbands or boyfriends or girlfriends' faces when you tell them you're going to race mowers is the most precious thing in the world. It is the best. <laughs> that look just kill, still kills me to this day. But, well, that's fantastic, man. I'm really happy. And so kind of, I think you kind of answered most of this, but the culture it seems like it's a lot like what it is over here where it's it's a big family, your friends, and you guys, I'm assuming, like over here, we, help, right. e yeah, we yeah. help each other out in the garages. Yeah, everybody and works through each other. Yeah, because I know from other motorsports and have been involved in other motorsports where some of the guys, yes, will work together to a certain degree, but their, their teams just work together. But as more guys in general, if some other guy has burst a tire or right. something trivial on his mower, one of our guys say, look, go down to the back of my van, lift the wheel out, get your mower out, yep. you know, get it going. And at the end of the day, chuck it back in the van, you're finished with it. Yeah. Even seeing the toolkits, they're borrowing everything back and forth and, Everybody yeah. just shares everything. Um, it's a great family uh, organized sport. Yeah. The other thing about it is they, that we see it, it's great for some families that we have one young lad. He, he is artistic to a certain point. Yeah. And he's, uh, his father or stepfather is there with him, bringing him out to the track. Nice. And he says it's one of the best days out that they have because the guy, the young guy's enjoying himself. He's, He's having a real good fun time. His father can relax and watch him, and he's sort of like the pit crew. Yeah. So, uh, and everybody helps the guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's days there when be something's not right. Some of our guys will step in and go, "Look, don't worry about that. We'll get that fixed for you," and they'll work at it. And uh, like even their mums uh, come on the scene from time to time, and they'll sit back and they'll have their picnic with the rest of us all, nice. and they'll sit and enjoy a, day's, a good day's fun and a bit of chat with each other, and all the women get together and have a chat and not what they're talking about and still watch us, although 
the only problem that we always say when the mothers are there and some of the young kids roll the lawnmower, or, well, even the father yeah. rolls the lawnmower, which is more like the point, you know, there's a whole, oh, I can't watch this, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, had, so, I've done that to my family that's, that's a couple the only times. Problem with, yeah. That's the only things we have. But no, in general, it really is a family day out real good fun it's it's really enjoyable to watch other people enjoying themselves you know that's awesome yeah we're, and we're, we're quite up with that it's the same thing over here as I, I tell a lot of racers if you break in the pits and no one comes up and helps you you need to re-examine your personality because there's something majorly yeah. wrong with you because you know at a car track yeah. i've seen it like like you said i mean there might be you got a couple of buddies I'm like oh yeah yeah but you know most of your competitors are hoping for you to break because they want to win that you know win yeah, that money that's right yeah you know yeah. but with mower racing we yeah. don't race for money either there's a few clubs over here that do and once again i'm not passing judgment yeah. some guys like it some guys don't i i personally don't like that yeah. but yeah they all help each other like me and in clifton uh lamb who built my mower i'm constantly at his place and dustin music we're, we're kind of you know under the same camp we constantly help each other he's working on one of my other mowers right now and and of course i always will pay them for their time if but most of the time they won't accept yeah. it but you know you know how that goes yeah. but it's yeah it sounds like it's a lot of the same culture and that's fantastic because i'm really looking forward to getting yeah, over there it, I, it really is it yeah it really is the, the culture with it's all much much the same i know when i started this in august 2015 and brought this sport into northern ireland the amount of people that i have rubbed shoulders with and met through tv media yeah. multimedia and all the rest including like yourself here it's fantastic because yeah it's around the world sport it's, and the funny thing about it yeah. is it actually was an irish man that started it from county cork yeah that's the yeah. real funny part of it you so know I, that's that. i think the, um, the 50th. And he, does, he used to live not he, he lived actually he moved back to northern ireland oh, but wow. unfortunately he passed away there oh. he passed away there last 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 january i think or the year before you know what so he's in, he, you know but i saw that, those things. i think i saw his obituary video it was really great and yeah, I know, yeah. and and it was fantastic, and I think this year's the 50th anniversary, and I know it Angeline is, yeah. and Derek Robinson are coming over. I don't know. I think they're racing. I think Les is going to help them race, but yeah, man, that I wish we could go. God, I have so many trips all around the country already planned, and it's just... You know, the Kraken is going to get probably another 10, 15,000 miles on it this year, and, and it's... Uh, and it's great. It's a great problem to have, but man, there's just no money in the budget to travel overseas right now. And I wish I, know, I could. I know. I wish I could. Well, Cedric, <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on, man. I really, truly appreciate it. This has been absolutely fantastic. And if other guys over there want to come on and talk about anything, I would love to have them, man. Anybody's welcome to come on yeah. the the podcast and talk because you know it's all about our brotherhood and sisterhood and and the uh, you know helping the sport and and you know, making the world a little smaller for, for racers. That's right. Yeah. Well, we have a few guys actually. Um, I know I had one of our guys, I had been talking with them and uh, it, we keep him our, our main technical guy. Me and him, we worked through a lot of the, well, we originally wrote, rewrote some of the rules and regulations for our more groups. Uh, I have to get Johnny on because like definitely only for Johnny, for some of the stuff, he he's went down through it in sort of fine detail and got all things yeah. sorted out. So I think Johnny would love to have a chat with you, and uh, awesome. I am going to get Johnny to get get in touch with you. Yeah, and, do that. Uh, That'd be great. I, yeah, it it certainly because he has a few videos on YouTube and all, and 
Nice. I, I think he were, I think he should have been born in America. He should have been born in Florida, <laughs> somewhere around about that. Or Arbordale Racetrack was. He should have one of those guys that that's where he should be. You know. <laughs> Rednecks are worldwide, my friend. We're worldwide. Oh, uh, no, thanks, thanks so much. All right, thank you a lot, uh, Cedric. We'll talk to you soon, man. We'll see you at the track. Hey, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Cedric Cruiser for coming on all the way over from Northern Ireland Lawnmower Racing Association. That was such a cool conversation. Live from the Kraken with Dozer Dave is produced by Jason Severance and Angela Sherald and Ultra Minds Production. Also want to thank the Ohio Mower Racing Association, Mowdown ALS, September 22nd, 23rd, Two Brothers Speedway, and, of course, Big Dog Pizza and the Michigan Mower Racing Association, and, of course, Cooks Racing Pigs for coming on and being one of our sponsors. We can't thank those guys enough. I'm going to leave you with the question. Can February March? No, but April May. Thanks a lot. We'll see you.